Don't look back because the market is closed. And welcome back from the long weekend, everybody. Good Tuesday afternoon. Tyler here is here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast, where we give you a brief market recap based on what we see in the VRA investing system and, more importantly, what we see looking forward for investors. As of last week, our markets have now finished down for five consecutive weeks. I spoke about this in last Thursday's podcast, but I want to put out a reminder here. The last time that our markets did this was in 2011. And if you look at what happened next, it tells a much more complete story than just hearing that the market finished down for five straight weeks. After this five-week down period in 2011, the markets bounced back by 13% in just four months to finish out the year. And after that time, it was off to the races, as our markets have more than doubled since then. And I want to point out that the losses in this consecutive five-week street have been much less than at that time as well. This morning, we got more positive news coming back for our economy with the consumer confidence readings coming back. The conference board's Consumer Confidence Index increased to 134.1 in May, beating consensus of 130 and up 5 points from 129 in April. The consumer appears confident that the economy will continue to grow as the consumer assessment of current business and labor market conditions also increased to 175 from 169. And lastly here, the expectations index increased to 106.6 from 102.7 from last month. Now, back hovering to a nearly 18-year high. So, strong numbers here from consumers coming back. Now, looking at our markets on the day, we did start out in positive territory after receiving this news. However, after being up around 120 points earlier in the day for the Dow, we fell 300 points from the high as the, the yield on benchmarks, the benchmark 10-year note, fell around 2.26% to its lowest level in 19 months. Once again, on news that a trade deal with China would, is likely not to close in the, in the near future. Looking at our markets on the day, we did finish down with all of our major indexes. The Dow finishing down 0.93% on the day to 25,347. The Nasdaq finishing down the least on the day by 0.39% to 7,607. The S&P 500 down 0.85% to 2,802. And lastly here, the Russell 2000 finishing down 0.68% to 1,503 on the day. Now, as I mentioned on the China front, we did receive some interesting data this morning from China's state-owned enterprise as industrial profits were down 9.7% in the first four months of this year compared to the same period in 2018. This also as Chinese banks are having a rough start to 2019, so much so that the Chinese government has just announced its first government-ordered takeover of a bank in two decades. At the same time, the People's Bank of China injected roughly 150 billion yuan throughout, through the open market. Folks, these are signs and examples that the Chinese economy is struggling. It is similar to what if right now the Fed was aggressively cutting interest rates and starting quantitative easing again. 
You just don't do these things in a booming economy. This is more leverage here for the U.S. in our trade talks and another big signal here that we are winning. In other trade news, President Trump said at a press conference over the weekend that he hoped to announce a trade deal with Japan, probably in August. Our current trade deficit with Japan sits at 50, $56.8 billion. That was in 2018, and Trump called this unbelievably large. Now, if we can get trade deals done with Japan and the USMCA signed, these will be big wins for trade in our country and very bullish signs for the economy. Looking at our market internal action on the day, we had positive numbers earlier in the day, but we took a downturn with the market about midday today. Advanced declines coming back with 3,154 advances to 5,465 declines on the day. New highs to new lows finished almost even with 339 new highs to 353 new lows. And lastly, up-down volume was negative on the day. Looking at our sectors, we did not get the movement that we wanted here either, with 10 out of our 11 S&P sectors negative on the day. Consumer stables were our biggest losers, followed by utilities and healthcare, while communication services were our only winners on the day and finished up just slightly there. Now, turning to commodities, our precious metals are not rallying. See here another sign that is, is pretty bullish here. If we were about to see a steep decline, precious metals would almost certainly be catching a bid right now. Gold finishing down 0.36% on the day to 1,278. Silver down a bigger 1.56% on the day to 14.32. And lastly, for our precious metals, copper finishing down 0.13%, or currently trading it down 0.313% to $2.69 a pound. And oil uh, finishing higher on the day, just slightly, 0.24% to 58.77 as it tries to rally back above its $60 a barrel mark. Now, if you've been tuning in with us here lately, you know that we have begun talking more and more about cryptocurrency again as of lately as it's had a huge rally to start 2019. Bitcoin is up approximately 150% on the year. I'd say that's a strong start to the year. Now, we started the year at about $3,800 per coin in that range, and we're up to $8,700 per coin as of today. I mentioned this, though, as we got some really interesting news over the weekend that Facebook just announced it is planning to release its own cryptocurrency. It wants to release it internationally. It's going to be called GlobalCoin, and they're starting in about a dozen countries in the first quarter of 2020, so just less than a year away. That is according to BBC. Global coin would be what is called a stable coin, meaning its value is tied to a sturdy government currency like the U.S. dollar. And for those of you who know the Facebook story, you'll recognize this name, the, v the Winklevoss twins, or the Winklevi as they call them. While it has certainly seemed that for many years the Winklevi and Zuckerberg have been enemies, especially after what happened at Facebook in the beginning, now, it is clear that Zuckerberg is going to need their help in successfully launching this coin as the Winklevoss twins are experts in this field. They are Bitcoin billionaires buying coins, I believe, below the $10 range. So even now, at, at $8,700 per coin, that's quite a large increase there. 
Now, despite the big news on Bitcoin, it is down slightly on the day. Nothing new for Bitcoin investors with this very volatile asset here. Uh, down 1.15% to 8700 still quickly approaching its $9,000 per coin mark. For the, and that would be for the first time since May of last year. So some exciting action happening there that we will be reporting on here more. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast in your inbox every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com, click the podcast link at the top, and we'll receive an email update from us every day at the close. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, as always, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the market close.